protein, we have chicken, eggs, lentils, black-eyed peas. What are those? I've never had them. I've never had them. <laughs> I was like, is them. that the band? The band. You should listen to the band while you're in your follicular phase. <laughs> Hello, hello, and welcome back to Enlighten Me. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. It's Mila. This is Lex. We're so grateful to have you here for another episode. Woohoo! Episode seven. Seven. Yes. All right. So today we're going to be talking about something called cycle syncing. Um, this is basically the overview is that this is a method to basically hack your hormones if you are a female and yeah it can help you in a lot of ways so we're excited to get into it if you are not a female you can still listen it might help you with your significant others to understand them a little bit better or you know your family members or you know whoever female coworkers. um but yeah this is based on like the female hormone system so if that's not interesting to you sorry carry on (laughs) carry on but it's important to us (laughs) Basically, there's so much to cover. (laughs) There's so much to cover with this, but we're going to try to keep it brief. And um, so I'm reading from this book called In the Flow by Alyssa Vitti. Vitti? I don't know how to say it. Um, But this book is basically how to hack your female hormone system and eat, work out, work according to your menstrual cycle and what phase that you're in at the time. So the first thing I want to start out by saying is that we as women are not taught about our cycles nearly as much as we need to be. I 100% agree. What do you remember about like sex ed, learning about your period? I remember learning about like the organs, Mm -hmm. about my reproductive organs, Mm -hmm. my sex organs. And then I just remember learning about like your period is going to be seven days. You're going to have cramps. You're going to feel this way. Like, this is how it's going to yeah. be for you. Yeah. Okay. That's how I kind of remember mine, too. Pretty basic. Yeah. Um, and definitely was made to be, like, seem as, like, not really shameful, I guess, but, like, keep it on the down low. Like, yeah. Like, hide your period products yep. when you're going to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, kind of just this cultural like pressure of that's gross and that keep that to yourself type of thing. Like you should be ashamed of it. Totally. When in reality, like this is something that can actually be so powerful for us as women and can be used as a tool for us to like have an advantage actually if we use it right. Yeah. But we're basically taught to suppress that, you know, hide it, take your ibuprofen and be done and don't think about it. (laughs) my God. You know, that's literally what I would do. Yes. And I've done that for so many yeah. years. So many years I would just be like, oh, fuck my period. I hate this. It ruined this event. Now right. I have to like bring all my tampons and I have to take ibuprofen if I'm going to be able to do anything today. That or even like over summer when you're swimming, like, I can't swim because I'm on my period. Yeah. Or yeah. that was like before I used tampons. Yeah, you know? exactly. But yeah. Yeah. And so I think we are taught a lot of myths about our periods 
not really myths, I guess, but just kind of miseducated. Yeah. Yeah. So today we're going to educate everyone <laughs> as much as we know anyways. Um, and again, I'm reading this from uh, most of this information I've got from this book, but also from like, you know, other podcasts or like other books that I've read. Um, there's a lot of like really cool information though. So when I first found this stuff out, it was like very mind blowing, very exciting. Um, but yeah, I just want to make sure that we are sharing this with you guys because it can be so empowering to know that you can use your cycle to your advantage. Yeah. So, well, first, first starting out, I don't know if y'all knew this, but clearly, you know, men and women are on different hormone cycles. The men's hormone cycle is 24 hours. So that's what we, our entire society is based on is the men's hormone cycle, which is 24 hours. So, you know, their hormones have like dips and peaks throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Ours as women are 28 days or sometimes longer, depending like when you get your period. Yeah. But yeah, 28 days compared to one day is so different. Like our hormones are like different at different days. Yeah. So we are not capable of doing the same work that we could do in our ovulatory phase that we would do in our menstrual phase. Something that I found like so surprising was that most studies done on, done about medical health at all, like any medical health was done on only men because their hormone cycles are easier to track basically easier to do studies on yeah so fucked up so basically all the medical knowledge that we have found up until i want to say it was like the 90s they started doing research involving women um all of that medical knowledge that we've based everything on is based on men's health like for what like one of them okay let me read there's a few examples let me find it so let's see, 1958, there was a trial on the physical and cognitive changes and chronic diseases that come with natural aging. And for its first 20 years, it included more than 1,000 men and exactly zero women. Wow, love that for us. Yes, yeah, so it wasn't until 1978 that women were added to that study. Um, in 1973, the first study looking into the effects of estrogen, which is a m- mostly a female hormone. Yes, men have it, but it's more in women. Um, The first study looking into the effects of estrogen on prevention of heart disease included 8,000 men and no women. What? Yep. (laughs) And then, yeah, there's a couple more, but again, there's studies that have like 22,000 men, no women. Um, And then finally, in 1985, the Public Health Service Task Force on Women's Health Issues concluded that the historical lack of research focus on women's health concerns has compromised the quality of health information available to women as well as the health care they receive. Boom. Boom. So, yeah, we basically have not been told any of this. And men are just like the preferred, preferred research subjects because they have one biological clock and is a simple, rhythmic, 24-hour hormone cycle where women's are a lot more complex, obviously. It's 28 days. So researchers say that it's easier and less expensive to facilitate experiments for men. (laughs) But now we don't know a bunch of things about women's health. Oh, my God. So we're just, like, living in a man's world, as always. Because they're fucking lazy. Yes. Always, like, having to try to fit into the boys' club. So, for example, like, the masculine energy that men have 
it gives them the ability to be able to work that nine to five every single day, five days a week, and have the same energy every single day. Yeah. I mean, depending yeah. on obviously like foods you eat and things like that too, I'm sure it can you know lower your energy. But hormone wise, they have the same level of energy each day to tackle each day. Whereas some of us women, you know, we can go, go, go for two weeks because that's our follicular ovulatory phases. And then by the time we hit our luteal phase, right before your period, your energy is gone. tired. And you're like, then you start to feel down on yourself. Like, oh my God, how come I can't do all the same stuff I used to do? Like, I was just doing all this stuff the past couple of weeks. Like, why can't I do anything now? And that happened to me for a long time. Me too. Until I learned about this. Mm -hmm. So yeah, basically moral of the story, stop getting down on yourself when your energy is down because it could have to do with your cycle. Yeah, 100%. Um, and that's not something that you can control, but there are ways that you can help support that by following the cycle syncing method, which we'll get into, but, um, we're still in the history of it and why it's important. So basically, yeah, we are miseducated on our female reproductive system. Um, but if you really think about it, like the female reproductive system is so fucking magical. The fact that we, our bodies can create a life force and grow that it's like we have the portal to the other side holy fuck well when you put it that way right it makes it seem very mystical right but also like we like the process of labor and delivery that can like obviously is like a lot that goes into that is a peak example of how women's bodies can transform into like a channel of power to deliver a baby like it's so crazy how your body can do that um and like feed your baby while it's inside you like that's so crazy <laughs> i literally try not to think about that stuff because that grosses me it out. grosses me out too but hey it shouldn't because we're powerful okay <laughs> i mean all body bodily stuff grosses me out so it's not about women <laughs> <laughs> okay um not knowing this stuff can like keep you from taking care of yourself in the way that you need to so everything that you have like possibly tried to get rid of like extra weight pms breakouts you know pcos basically all of these issues that you may have like as a woman that are like women's issues could be related to your cycle and what you're eating at different times of your cycle and you know what you're trying to force yourself to get done at certain times of your cycle when you just don't have the energy to do that so yes you know a lot of people you know, you might be on birth control. Um, you might be on like something that basically gets rid of your period. And even when you're on birth control, like that's not even your real period. It's just because you're not ovulating. It's just your body's basically pretending that you're having a period. Yeah. Um, the sugar pills are a withdrawal from yeah, the hormone that you're receiving. Exactly. Um, and so, you know, it's amazing that we have figured out how to suppress our cycle because like it's pretty crazy that we could figure that out but at the same time like having a healthy cycle is a sign of health and it's just as important as your other health so your ovulation and your menstruation play like a really big role in safeguarding your health for decades to come and protecting you from even osteoporosis heart disease breast disease dementia and so like every ovulation and cycle that you have puts protective benefits into your health and like the way they call it is like your health bank account for all the years when you stop having a cycle. So it's actually like very critical to our health to have a cycle. Isn't I actually that? did not know that. 
right? They actually say um, the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists has decreed that menstruation is known as the fifth vital sign. It is just as important as your pulse, temperature, breathing rate, and blood pressure. Ooh, holy shit. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that either. So, yeah, I mean, some of us have, like, really bad periods, too. Like, for me, I started taking birth control in high school because my periods were so bad. I was, like, get the worst cramps where I would have to, like, go home from school. I would throw up from the pain. Like, it was just mm-hmm. so bad. I would My periods would last, like, seven to nine days. Oh, that's a yes, long time. it was bad. I, my PMS was, like, horrible. I would have, like, huge anxiety breakdowns, like, full-on breakdowns every single time and it was just horrible it was just so bad so and i also would get ovarian cysts which are painful when you're ovulating because it like passes through your tubes and this whole thing um (laughs) if y'all have had those you know they suck but yeah that's why i got on birth control i was on it for i think like four or five years i want to say um and I had to try a few because the first one I tried, I gained like 20 pounds. Dude, I remember that. Mm-hmm. It was so upsetting. And I was just fresh out of high school. And it was really hard. And then I got off of it, got on a different one. It was fine. Everything went back to normal. And then I was on that for like a few years. And were then, those like high dose or low dose? I don't know what they were. I guess like th- there's different ones they can give you that have yeah. like different levels of like yeah. estrogen or progesterone. So I don't remember what they changed it to, but... Either way, um, finally, I decided to get off of it because I felt like it was messing me up. Like, I just felt off. Like, I just felt like it wasn't – it just felt not right. I don't know. I just felt like I was tired of it, and I didn't want to be on it anymore. So – and this was when I first started kind of researching about, like, the pharmaceutical industry, too. So I was kind of like, okay, I feel like this is unnecessary at this point. Like, I can use other forms of not having a baby (laughs) without, (laughs) you know, hormonal intervention. Yeah. And so I got off of it and I, it took me a couple months, but then like my periods were so regular and I didn't have as many of the issues I was having before. Like I didn't have the cysts anymore. I didn't, I mean, so I don't know if like it helped with all that stuff, but all of those issues like kind of subsided. And then, um, yeah, I feel like I've just felt better being off of it me too, and just me more too. regular. Like I don't have it as many breakdowns as I used to have um and I'm, I know there's other things that contribute to that but I do feel like it was not good for me yeah I literally didn't get on birth control till like college my freshman year because mm-hmm. I was like oh I'm going to college like you never know what's gonna happen <laughs> you know and my mom always told me growing up don't take it don't take it don't use it you don't need it it's so bad for you Ooh, she knew girl you think my mom was on birth control well fun fact my mom was on birth control when she got pregnant with me okay she took antibiotics and didn't know that it like makes them not work yeah so here i am birth control baby (laughs) yeah my mom was like anti she's a very natural woman yeah so that's where i get most of my my natural stuff from makes sense but she basically was like no 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 don't do it and i didn't listen per usual so I did get it and I like fucked myself up because I didn't need it. Like my periods were kind of painful here and there, but like I said, I would pop ibuprofen and be fine, mm-hmm. but I did it more to like be safe Yeah, because I didn't want to have kids, Yeah, you know? Um, And then after I started that, I was okay for the first year. I did the Depo Vera shot okay. for like three years 
And that one is like really bad because it gives you three months of hormones Ooh. injected into you. That's a lot. And then no wonder why I felt crazy yeah. right after I got it. Cause that's three months worth of like synthetic hormones going into Oof. my body. And then by the time it was like wearing off, I would feel like a little more lighter and like, oh, I have a little oh, more clarity. That's interesting. And then boom, again, three months worth of hormones oh for three years. Like that's continuously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've known people who have been on that and have had like really bad complications oh like what like having your period for like a year oh, okay no that never yeah. happened i didn't have my period for three years Ooh. it took mine away which was really nice and then i got on the pills because that mm-hmm. shit was making me crazy like the shot mm-hmm. um so i had to go get a low dose um birth control pill and it didn't really like work that well oh in terms of like my mental clarity, feeling like yeah. myself, the PMS, yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just remembering too, when I was on the pill, I would like sometimes like miss a day or oh forget it God, and then I would yeah. freak out. Yes. And then I felt like it would mess up my hormones so much when I would do that. And mm-hmm. I just felt like this is not right. And then I thought, oh, maybe I'll do one of those other ones, like the shot or something. Yeah. And then I heard like so many horror stories from Fuck. people. So I was like, mm, never mind. Yeah, I would like miss a day. And then I didn't feel like good about taking two pills in one day. Yeah. Cause I'm like, is that even worse? Like, what does that mean? That like, why wild? am I doing that? And so eventually we went to Thailand and the time difference is 18 hours mm-hmm. from California. So, and I had my birth control pills. I can't do 18 hour conversions. No, what the heck? Every single day for like three weeks. That's so hard. So I tried it for a little bit. It was really hard. And then I said, fuck this. And I threw my pills away in a dumpster in Thailand. And I haven't been back oh! since. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So, not to judge anyone who's on birth control, because again, we used it for so long. I know why it's important to so many people. Yeah. But I would definitely encourage people to look into other like natural ways to prevent pregnancy, because it can definitely have like detrimental effects on your health. Um, to have like synthetic hormones. Yeah. And for those of you who are saying they don't want to get off birth control because they don't want to wear a condom, bro, think about it. Your health, your mental health, your gut health, your spiritual health is like screaming. Like, please. Yeah. Please consider it. Please just use a fucking condom. It's condoms all day for me. Me too. I don't care. It's really not that serious. I know people are like, I hate it. I I don't like how it feels. I'm like, I literally don't care at all. It literally does not like, matter. You get me. fucking used to it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I literally don't even notice. Um, I mean, you can find like the super thin ones too. Like those are great. Yeah. doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, it says like in this book, it talks about how synthetic birth control does actually, it actually does not correct your hormonal imbalances. It just suppresses your own hormonal function and allows you to go years or decades without addressing the root causes of your symptoms. Yeah, 100%. I feel like that's what happened to us. Yes. And so I didn't have to address all those issues I was having because the birth control was, quote, helping it. Mm -hmm. But again, it's just a band-aid for the problem. Mm -hmm. Like we talked about in the food medicine episode, like so many pharmaceuticals are really just a band-aid for the problem and you really just need to get to the root of the issue. So- it will tell you cycle syncing is not hard. It's, it's really, really not. not. It's so easy. It's ch- truly just choosing certain foods. Like if you're already grocery shopping or not, even if you're not grocery shopping, even if you're ordering food, you just have to find foods that have certain vegetables that you should be eating around that part of your cycle. It's just yeah. the simplest thing to do. 
it really helps like prepare my grocery list and my mm-hmm. meal prep list mm-hmm. because you just pick one item from each category your carbs protein mm-hmm. if you eat dairy um vegetable vegetable and fruit fruits. you know and mm-hmm. then you can categorize that put that on your grocery list and make your meal prep so list. easy so simple. and we've even made it easier for you guys because we actually made a cycle syncing google doc that we're going to share with everyone when this episode comes out and we have like all the list of like what foods you should be eating at certain parts of your cycle we have a list of what workouts you should be focusing on um what kind of work you should be doing like creative wise or like you know career wise and then um we also have recipes that Mm -hmm. we use like very easy recipes i'm telling you like i do the lazy girl version of cycle syncing and it's very easy Mm-hmm. I mostly shop at Trader Joe's because they have a lot of like really good on the go, easy things to make. But, you know, you can use it for any other store you go to as well. Yeah. But yeah, it's very helpful. We've made it for you. We've done the research and the work on this for months. Like, yeah. And I literally use this Google Doc as a reference every single day. Me too. I'm like, OK, I'm in this phase. Mm-hmm. Let me see what I can eat today. Yep. And or I have to what, go back to it all the time yeah. because I don't remember. No, it's I mean, it's. I will take time to learn all of, you know, yeah. the fruits and vegetables, but it's really just a really good, yes like, thing to fall back on, too. And we also have herbs in there, too. Yes, herbs you're supposed to have at that time as well. Mm-hmm. And even if that's, like, the only thing you do is, like, oh, let me at least start having these certain teas around this mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. it'll make a huge difference yeah. for real. So, um, yeah, it's pretty easy. It's not, it's not, like, a diet, and that's another thing I want to really yeah. bring up because yeah. I – talked about this before but like I have struggled with like different diets my whole life and always feeling like oh my gosh I always have to be on a diet and you know eating this certain way and restricting myself this is not a restrictive diet Mm-mm, you know it all. might tell you like okay during your luteal phase you sh- and, and menstrual phase you should reduce your you know inflammatory foods like fried foods salt um, alcohol caffeine but it doesn't say like you can never have these right. things it's it's pretty easy to follow. So especially if you're already, you know, making your food at home, it's just s- simply just changing what you buy each week. Mm-hmm. You're probably already eating most of these foods. Like I said, it's your grocery list. Yes, it's literally your grocery list. So no restrictions. It's not like you can't eat as much of these foods as you want. Like you can literally eat so much of it. It's mm-hmm. not a diet. It's yeah. just a way to support your hormones. Yeah. And it's not hard. So we will help you. <laughs> so yeah, your hormones actually can affect everything in your body. It can affect your mood, your energy, your like pretty much everything that you yeah. do, your behaviors, mm-hmm. um, how you feel about yourself, the level of stress that you're having. Like it can literally change everything. Um, and so that's why this is so important. And we both have seen such positive effects of following this and that's why we want to share it with you guys because I feel like it is the secret to life as a woman is to learn how to hack your biology and that's basically what they call this is a biohack so side effects of doing this nothing bad all good things the positive side effects of syncing with your cycle include you know building energy uh, feeling really good about who you are feeling good in your body all month feeling powerful and confident, having time work better for you rather than twisting yourself around for time, feeling less stress but getting more done, maintaining a healthy weight, getting more enjoyment from your work, feeling aligned with the process of creation, 
um, not pressuring yourself to be perfect, and feeling like your body is a clear channel for your passion and purpose to come through. So that's why it is spiritual as well. Yeah, that's a big one. Yes. So um, living in harmony with your nature makes you healthier, happier, and helps get rid of some of those symptoms you may be having. And this book also talks about how if you follow this method, people have seen their PCOS, endometriosis, and other like um, women's health issues go into remission just from changing the foods you eat at certain times of your different phases of your cycle. Mm-hmm. Isn't that so crazy? Yeah. It can literally get rid of diseases that you thought there was no cure for. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've I love that. I see it all over TikTok. These girls talking about like their PCOS symptoms have gone yeah, away, uh-huh. endometriosis, all that. Yeah. Um, PMS, like for me, has gotten so much better by following me too. this. Me too. And, and that's the main reason why I do yeah, it. Yeah, me too. That's why I tried it because mm-hmm. I was just, every time I got to the week before my period, I felt like my life was a disaster. I, I hated agree. it every day. Me too. I felt so depressed, anxious, felt like everything was going wrong. I just like could not be positive at all. I would cry so much. I would cry so much. And too not in like a fun, things. like, let no. me release these emotions way. It was no. like a, I hate my life way. Yeah. For me, it was like, why am I doing everything yes. wrong? Yes. Like I was so, so hard on myself. Self-critical. Yes. yes. So hard on myself. Yes, and nobody wants to live that way for two weeks of the month. Like, that's half the month. <laughs> I know, and then I would be like, fuck, I'm going to go through this again yes. next month. I don't want to feel like this again. I hate it. Yeah. It's so bad. And so, yeah, mentally, like, my mental health <laughs> my mental health was suffering so badly for, like, half of the month. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, way too much time. Yeah, it's a long time. If PMS was, like, two days, okay, you know, I can suck it up. But it's two weeks and your period, like, that fucking sucks. <laughs> That's like damn the whole That's month. Damn near the whole fucking month. So this oh. has really helped us to not <laughs> feel that way anymore. Um and you know, it helps me like not have as many breakouts around that time. Um just feel more at peace because it's a hard time. And it's helped with my cramps. Like I used to, you know, get such bad cramps that I would have to take ibuprofen every single time without fail. Like there's no way I'm getting through the day without it. And now I don't need it at all. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I mean, I have a little bit of cramps still, but now they're not horrible. Yeah, I was going to say cramping's it's really natural to have cramps because yes. your uterus is literally, literally contracting. Squeezing, yeah. But they shouldn't be debilitating. Right. Then there's a problem. Yeah, for me it was like I'd be cramping so hard I'd like have to freeze. Yes. And be like, "Oh, okay, I need I need to take a moment." Yes. You know. There's times where I literally could not get out of bed. I would just mm-hmm. be like, "I'm laying here all day and that's mm-hmm. it." But um I actually like did this meditation once that was supposed to help with cramps and that actually helped oh, too really? once I tried. That was before I even tried cycle syncing. So now I kind of do that a little bit too when I have the cramps. I'll like remember the things they talked about in that. And it's kind of just like breathe into where the pain's at. Like while as you're doing your breaths yeah. and like you breathe into yeah. it and then you like release the tension there. Cause you're, it's like your uterus is squeezing, but that's like also your body is like mm-hmm. tensing up. So you have to kind of release the tension and, then I did that meditation. It was like a 20-minute one, I think. And then 20 minutes later, they, boom, completely gone. Nice. It was crazy. And that's never happened to me. But <laughs> following the cycle syncing, that's what we're here for today. <laughs> Just another tip. So when you're bleeding, I don't know if this happens to you, but does your vagina on the inside, does hurt. it yes. feel like crampy in yes. there? On the inside. Yes. Yeah. Okay, mine too. Like it hurts all the way through. It hurts in my back even. Sometimes mm. down my legs if it's bad oh. enough. Like I'll, it'll like pain will radiate down like my thighs. Oh, okay. 
mine's not that extreme but like <sighs> the inside of my vagina yeah. will be like crampy yes and that's uncomfortable all of that mm-hmm. not fun so not saying this will get rid of like every single period symptom you have but it definitely lessens the harshness yeah makes it a little bit more manageable be able to get on with my day still go to work if i have to um yeah and so for me now all i do for cramps is i drink some tea that's good for it like red raspberry leaf that's like a main one i drink nettle yeah nettle is good too um but i know that raspberry leaf helps like strengthen the uterus so that it doesn't hurt as bad yeah, so I'll just drink that. And as I'm drinking, I'll like set the cup on where my cramps are. Yeah, the Just warm. to like a little warm up. Mm. And that's all I need. I'll drink the tea and then I'm so much better. Good to go. I'm going to try that next time. Putting the warm cup on oh, my, yeah. my ovaries. As long as you don't have a crazy dog who jumps on you. Because <laughs> that did happen once. And he oh, splashed fuck. that hot ass tea all over me. Oh, hell no. He loves to lay on my lap in the morning. So he's like, oh, mom, you're on the couch. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, no. It was everywhere. Yeah, so Ouch. watch out if you got animals, but Ouch. <laughs> it is helpful. We'll get into, like, the things that you can do, like, what each um, phase is. But first, I just want to empower you all to enjoy your period because for so long we've been taught to, like, be ashamed of it, to hide it, to just be inconvenienced by it. But such a powerful part of this is really taking your power back from your cycle. And instead of, like, fighting against your hormones all the time, you're working with your body's natural rhythm and learning how to use it as like a superpower, basically. You can like, like I said, you'll have more energy, be able to like get more work done at certain times. So we will get into the um, method. So first we're going to talk about the foods. Starting with the follicular phase, um, I'm just going to go through different categories and name a couple um food items for each. So starting with grains, we have oats, barley, rye, and wheat are really good for the follicular phase. Protein, we have chicken, eggs, lentils, black-eyed peas. What are those? I've never had them. I've never had them. <laughs> I was like, is them. that the band? The band. You should listen to the band while you're in your follicular phase. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Trout and shellfish are also really good. Um, some vegetables that will help support your follicular phase are artichokes, broccoli, carrots, lettuce, green beans, string beans, and zucchini. And moving on to fruit, we have avocado. Um, some citrus options are lemon, lime, orange, and grapefruit. And for nuts and seeds, pumpkin seeds are really good, black seeds, cashews, and Brazil nuts. I heard Brazil nuts are like really good yeah, for like other one things the best thing, yeah one of the best nuts you can eat yeah i've never had them though have me you? neither no try them sometime i wonder if tj's has them. they do I've they do them. okay i'm gonna get some next time i go um some herbs to help support your follicular phase are nettle holy basil and parsley i was just gonna say i did try holy basil um this last time i love it, it has so many health benefits too what um, does it taste like um like basil kind of oh, okay but like a little bit sweeter oh okay Where'd you it, get it? It goes well with the tea. Um, I got it on Amazon from this thing called like Buddha teas, I think. Oh. So I've gotten a couple okay. teas from them. Mm, and yummy. I really like that one. I'm going to have to try holy basil. That sounds like it's empowering. You oh, know? yeah. Yeah. I guess it's like used for a ton of different ailments too. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forget what all of them were, but I read about it and I was like, oh, I feel good drinking this. Like <laughs> oh. it's healing everything. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, some other options are kimchi, sauerkraut, kombucha, yeah. miso. This um, is a good time to eat your fermented foods. Mm-hmm, get some probiotics in, pre and probiotics. Um, olives, pickled veggies, and nut butters. Yep. Okay, and then we have your ovulatory phase. So just to kind of back up, follicular is right after your period, and that usually lasts, I think, Actually, it's very short. It's only a few days. Yeah. Maybe seven days, like five to seven days. Um, and it actually like is part of like the end of your period too. And then your ovulatory phase is, um, so your ovulation is one day, but your ovulatory phase is like between three to five days because mm-hmm. um, it's like a window of time that you're fertile. So it's like your fertile window. And that's also like when you have the most energy. Yeah. Um, and also when you have the highest sex drive. That's so true. be careful. Be careful. If you're not on birth control and you notice yourself yes. feeling a little extra frisky. Keep an eye on that. It's usually about like a week or two after your period. Yeah. And yeah, probably about two weeks. And yeah, if you're feeling like a ton of energy, you're feeling like you <laughs> on top of the world. On top of the world, you're gonna get a little frisky, you better watch yourself because wrap your willy. <laughs> Cause you're gonna have an Alexis on your hands. You're gonna have one of me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you are following like the natural birth control method, this would be the time to, you know, Stay use your away. condoms yeah. or use a pullout or abstain. I just I I try not to. I try not to as well. I don't wanna risk it. Um, okay, yeah. So the grains you should be eating are like quinoa or amaranth. I've never had that. Me neither. But I eat quinoa. Yeah, quinoa's good. I've never heard of amaranth. And again, you don't have to follow all of these. So like I just try to eat healthy. So I mean I'll eat brown rice if I'm not feeling quinoa. Mm-hmm. I pretty much eat brown rice all month long. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so the grains they recommend though are quinoa and amaranth. And then protein would be lentils, salmon, eggs, shrimp, and lamb. I'm currently in this phase right now, so I have a lot of salmon and shrimp this week, which is my favorite. I love seafood. So. I love salmon. I had salmon mm. and broccoli for dinner mm. today. Yummy. I think I'm going to have a um, shrimp taco salad tonight. Ooh. And guess what it has in it? Your veggies. It has red bell pepper, spinach, and tomato. But you also should be eating <coughs> Brussels sprouts, eggplant, Swiss chard, asparagus, and scallions. And then the fruits are... Coconut, fig, strawberry, raspberry, guava, cantaloupe, apricot, and persimmon. Um, nuts and seeds would be pumpkin seeds, flax seeds, pecans, almonds, pistachios. And then the herbs slash teas you should be <laughs> you should be intaking at this time are dandelion root, burdock root, and turmeric. So I try to add turmeric to things when I can. Um, and then if you are taking vitamins and supplements, supplements you want to focus on magnesium and vitamin c at this time and that's why you know we got the red bell pepper in there it's got lots of vitamin c yeah um and then this is a good time to like have dark chocolate or cacao um maca which is like i think it can be had had as, as a tea or like a powder and then still your fermented foods so sauerkraut kimchi kombucha miso i had this really good miso soup last night in my ovulatory phase and I added spinach and scallions mm-hmm. and egg and the miso. And oh, that was, was that the thing that you posted, yeah. the homemade ramen? Yeah, yeah. So I literally used this list to make a ramen bowl. Mm-hmm. And it was so good. It tasted amazing. So mm, Yummy. Moving on to the luteal phase. And luteal is two weeks usually. Yep. 
I honestly have a love-hate relationship with the luteal phase. When I know this is coming, I'm like, okay, I really need to prepare myself because this is where the PMS happens. Yes, usually the second week. Yeah. But it kind of slowly builds the first week. Yeah, I can just tell. I'm like, all right, it's coming. You know, It's coming. Your energy kind of starts to dip a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So the grains would be brown rice and millet. Never had that either. What the fuck is a millet? I don't fucking know. A mullet? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, brown rice, brown rice, brown rice all month for me. Yeah, I honestly. like, I would just do brown rice. I prefer it. Um, protein, we have turkey, salmon, cod, grass-fed beef. Yeah, you want to make sure it's grass-fed. Yes. Chickpeas and navy beans. Um, vegetables, cabbage, cauliflower, celery, cucumber, onion, pumpkin, potato, sweet potato, and squash. This is my favorite for the foods. Me too. I love sweet potato Me and too. potatoes. Me too. And favorite. squash. Yeah. Yeah. Just like bang, three. Yep. And I just love to pair that with um, either salmon or um, the grass-fed beef. I eat a lot of ground turkey during this phase. So I'll yeah, make like ground a ground turkey, turkey mm-hmm. like something, like I'll make like a stuffed sweet potato with ground turkey. Yeah. Oh so good and actually it's so crazy i notice when i'm in this phase i crave red meat more because yeah. my body's preparing it. yeah for it needs the iron yeah. it needs all this extra exactly. support before i'm bleeding yes. and losing all these nutrients so you crave that stuff yeah oh i always crave a juicy burger yes also keep this in mind when you're in this phase you actually need two to three hundred more calories per day yeah because your metabolism like goes up and you need more fuel yeah so if you're having these cravings at this time there's a reason your body's telling you we need more food yeah but don't feed me junk food yeah (laughs) feed me something that's actually going to be good for me true (laughs) um so for fresh or for fruits we have apples dates raisins pears and peaches um and then some nut options would be sunflower seeds sesame seeds pine nuts and walnuts and some herbs and spices you can use are burdock root, dandelion, red raspberry leaf, like Alexis mentioned before. Chased berry. That's when I use, I take this chased berry vitamin at this oh, time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you talked about this mm-hmm. too, chased berry in an episode. Um, peppermint, ginger, garlic, and spirulina. <laughs> spirulina? Spirulina, I think. Spirulina. It's uh, like a type of algae. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know if I would i had it in a smoothie it was good oh, okay mm-hmm. yeah I didn't eat it by itself but the ginger and the garlic are like yeah. really important and i guess the peppermint too because for the anti-inflammatory mm-hmm. um i noticed that in my luteal phase is when i start to blow yes. and i hold all my water retention yep. and so using this to use for like the anti-inflammatory effects really helps yes. to bloat me definitely yeah definitely uh vitamins and supplements that are supportive during this time are iron, mm-hmm. zinc, vitamin B6, and magnesium. And then if you're, you know, having those little cravings, you can have some dark chocolate. Yeah, dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. There's so many, like, good recipes out there for, like, dark chocolate brownies or things yeah. like that. We talked about this. You made some that one time. There's yeah. little uh, protein balls, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, yeah, you can add dark chocolate to things like that and satisfy your craving a little bit. And, again, it's all balanced. Like, I still you know, we'll eat a sugary treat at this time oh, when yeah. I probably shouldn't, but you know, too. you got to balance it out. If you're already doing all this other shit for your health, like <laughs> might as well just find a good alternative for mm-hmm. it. And then kind of back to the supplements and vitamins, like the foods that you're eating at this time should support with those vitamins. Yeah. But you know, if you want a little extra, you can take them as supplements. Mm-hmm. 
And then last, we have your menstrual phase. Whoop, whoop. All right. <laughs> so. The fun phase. The fun phase. So this phase, I will say, is the hardest time for me to want to make food. So it can be difficult sometimes. Yeah. 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 But um, this is when I really try to focus on, like, the Trader Joe's, like, frozen meals. Oh, okay. Honestly. Because you can kind of make things together pretty quickly with easy stuff at Trader Joe's. So um, for grains, we have wild rice and buckwheat. We have protein, grass-fed red meat, kidney beans. We have tons of seafood on here. We got crab, lobster, oysters, mussels, scallops, catfish, sardines. And then this if you do eat pork, this would be the time. Um, but I don't really eat pork. But I love seafood, so mm-hmm. that's the positive of this time. And then your veggies would be kale, beets, mushrooms, seaweed, and then your root vegetables like carrots, potatoes, sweet potatoes, onions, and turnips. And then you can have like collard greens, water chestnuts. And then your fruits will be blackberries, blueberries, cranberry, watermelon, and grapes. Your nuts and seeds will be pumpkin seeds, flax seeds, chestnuts, and peanuts. Herbs and spices, we got a lot here. We got nettle, red raspberry leaf, holy basil, turmeric, and Himalayan sea salt, which I use Himalayan sea salt in everything I cook. Yeah. Um, Do you have like the grinder mm-hmm, thing from the Trader, Trader Joe's? Joe's yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then vitamins and supplements. You really want to have your probiotics and prebiotics at this time. So that's when I take mine as well as possibly vitamin E. And then again with the dark chocolate. Um, something I will say about this phase is I have found um, like some really good recipes I can use. So like I said, one easy one that I use is Trader Joe's have, has these like saucy scallops. And I always really crave mac and cheese at this time. Mm. Probably not the best time to have it. So mm-hmm. I get the saucy scallops and it's only like sauce with scallops and they're frozen. Just throw it in a little pan. It heats up and then I will get like a either rice or um, pasta of some sort or tortellini if I'm feeling it. And I'll just throw that shit in there. Ooh. It's so easy. Or um, another one that I made. This one was a little bit longer, but most of it, it does its cooking on its own. It's just kind of the prep prep work that you have to do, and then it cooks for a while. Mm-hmm. Is this wild rice mushroom kale soup? And so it has knocks out your wild rice, your mushrooms, and your kale, and it's so freaking good. And sometimes I'll add gnocchi to it. Ooh, I love gnocchi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That Pretty sounds good. yummy, actually. It is so good. I might have to try that. We have lots of recipes. I'm just like Yay. naming the ones off the top of my head. Yeah. My usual go tos. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we have some workout slash movement recommendations for each phase. But you can't go hard all month long. Right. That's why right. I want to cover real quick that we, as women, like it's hard for us to follow a workout routine all yeah. month long. Like I will find myself, oh, I'm going to start this new workout routine. And then two weeks in, I like fall off of it. And I'm like, why did I fall off of it? This is probably why. Because mm-hmm. you're doing the wrong things at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. So listen up. Starting off with the follicular phase, this is a time for light cardio for increased intensity as your ovulation time approaches. So um, some cardio recommendations would be like hit, jogging, cycling, or the stair climber or the stair master, whatever it's called. And some strength training would be like moderate weightlifting, resistance training, and Pilates. Yeah. And again, not that you have to do all of these things. It's just like if you already are a hit person or you're a jogger or a cycler, this is the time to do that. Um, if you're more into strength training, like this is when you would do your moderate weightlifting or your resistance training. So it's not like do all of these things. It's kind of just like yeah. what works for you. But yeah. the level level of intensity is the importance here. So you can do light cardio. 
but it doesn't have to be super intense. Mm -hmm. But then as you get to your ovulatory phase, you'll have more stamina and more energy. So that's when you can do your really high intensity workouts. And, you know, like you ever go to team ride? That is the time. Have you been? No. Oh my God. So hard, but it's so fun. Um, But yeah, that would be the time to like do those really high intensity workouts. Um, And then with your strength training, you want to like do your heavy weight lifting. You want to do like power Pilates if you're doing Pilates. So this is the time to like really push yourself. And in your luteal phase, this is when you want to start reducing your intensity as your menstruation's starting to approach. So for the cardio, you'll just do like incline walking instead of doing a high intensity run. Yeah, you can do like a long walk on the treadmill that's like mm-hmm. uphill. Right, or even hiking. Hiking, yeah. yeah. Long distance walking outside. Yeah, just stroll. Yeah. Start to wind exactly. down, exactly. get ready for your period. Still move. Yeah. But- and for like the strength category you can do yoga and pilates um resistance training and body weight exercises just to really like get your body settled Mm -hmm. into the energy of like preparing preparing yeah for your menstrual phase yes and then your menstrual phase you have the permission to rest like you can still get your walks in if you want your stretching your gentle yoga but this is like very low intensity movement. You got to be taking care of yourself. You got to be resting, letting your body restore and repair. You should not be pushing yourself during this time because that can actually lead to so many issues in your body if you are pushing yourself during this time when you just don't have the energy to do that. Um, this is known as like your inner winter. This is when you need to go mm-hmm. in. You need mm-hmm. to kind of, you know, keep to yourself, self-care, low movement. Yeah. But we'll get into like the work part of it too. I also feel like for me personally, I this is the time for me to wind down. Mm-hmm. But I know for some women that they feel more empowered during their menstrual phase. So they like to do a little bit yeah. more. I will say like by day three, my energy starts to rise again. So that's yeah. when I want to get more done, which yeah. is fine. If you listen to your body, right? If your yeah. body is like, oh, I'm feeling better now. I can get more done. Do it. Mm-hmm. But at least the first couple of days, I can't do too much. Me too. I'm like, I cry. I cry. Just and kidding. I, I roll don't up cry. in a ball. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't. No, I don't really cry anymore, but I do like to lay down for most of the day. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, uh, I just want to be in bed, chilling, watching TV, yeah. reading or something. Okay. Okay. So now getting into the work part, um, this is just kind of a guide for like what you should be working on at these times instead of like pushing yourself to do everything all the time, like the male hormone cycle. So during your follicular, this is your time for like learning about things, planning, being creative, preparing, brainstorming, concentrating, doing research, like basically preparing for, you know, whatever projects you're working on. And in your ovulatory phase, this is the time when you have the most confidence, like your highest energy, right? Like we talked about. Mm -hmm. So socializing is a big one. Networking, um, communication, marketing, even negotiating you'll find that you have more empathy and you'll be more productive because you have those high levels of Mm -hmm. energy. You just want to keep going. Yeah. And um, yeah, this is a great time to like plan fun social events for yourself. But if you're coming at it from like a career aspect, this is definitely a good time to network and communicate. Um, Also like a really good time to negotiate. Like she said, like this is a time to have tough conversations with people because again, you have more energy and confidence, but you also have more empathy. Mm-hmm. So this is a good time to really have those like tough conversations. You need yeah. to have confrontations yeah. when you need them. Yeah. This is the time. So plan that out. You got to meet <laughs> up with like a family member that you got to confront. Do it during this phase. <laughs> You'll feel empowered. You will. Um, yeah. And then luteal 
phase, you want to focus on like organization, problem solving, reviewing your work, and then wrapping up projects. So this is not when you should be like doing a ton of work, you know, producing new things. It's more just like, you know, getting your thoughts together, getting your work together, you know, maybe doing some problem solving, just again, reviewing the work that you've done the past couple of weeks and then wrapping up your projects. So kind of just like the end of your projects. Mm -hmm. And then that leads into your menstrual phase when you're having these reflections and evaluations um, and then you're practicing more self-care and you're relaxing and you're taking time to be with yourself. Yes. Not focusing too hard on your work. Yeah. Really taking the time to honor your body and your cycle. Mm -hmm. And this doesn't have to just be with work. This can be like with your spiritual practices too. So this is your time of reflection. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, back to follicular. This is your time to be like talking about all your goals, you know, plan out your goals, like your manifestations. Um, and then your ovulatory, you want to be, you know, getting out there, doing that work, um, you know, socializing with people, maybe gathering with people, doing like a yoga class or something, I don't know, like meditation or something mm -hmm. um, with others. And this is like, again, your go time. And then luteal, you probably want to kind of like review what you've been working on, review your manifestations, kind of where they're at, wrapping up that kind of stuff. And then menstruation, again, reflection, evaluation relaxation yeah it's really like i'm just looking over this list that we have here the follicular is like the spring the mm -hmm. ovulatory is like the summer yes. the luteal is the fall and the menstrual is winter did you just come up with that did no. you just think of that i was just looking at it and i was that's like that's so funny because people literally say that yeah and it's like cool that you made that connection yeah. on your own um but yeah they say that that's literally what it is it's like your mm -hmm. inner uh spring your inner, or inner summer inner seasons inner yeah. fall and winter and if you think about it like that it feels that way it really does i would that's why i'm like mind blown i'm just standing here i'm staring here i'm like oh wow because yeah. i actually feel like a yes. connection to each one of these phases yes. here and i can see that like reflected into my into in my life year. yeah yeah and like follicular i definitely feel like it's spring it's like i'm getting my more energy back but like slowly yeah. the sun's yeah. coming out you know we're yeah. we're coming out of the winter phase we're uh -huh. feeling a little bit more productive and then ovulatory i'm like it's summer we're outside bitches we're having yeah. fun like we're out in the I'm sun like, what the fuck are we doing what we're are we on getting a into? <laughs> and then luteal i'm like okay i'm getting tired slowing down we're putting on our autumn clothes we're drinking this <laughs> pumpkin spice latte and then the the menstrual phase i'm like it's raining we are clothes. wrapping up the windows get me a blanket yeah we so are we wrapped up in a blanket yeah mm -hmm. yeah damn that's like i i'm mind blown that's really cool yeah, it's your inner seasons we are nature um but yeah we have some good books for you guys in here too um you can definitely check them out in our book rec list but yeah there's lots of good ones there's in the flow which one i was talking about there's period power there's the moon cycle cookbook so this one like gives you a lot of recipes to use at different times so that's really helpful and then there's the fifth vital sign um and yeah we have some good websites and articles too that i've looked at that i've gotten some information from as well so it's all in the cycle syncing doc and you guys can you know access that we want to make it easy for you because for us like when i started this i started learning about this probably sometime last year beginning mid middle of the year but i didn't actually start like trying and following it until like july and then i did it for a couple months kind of fell off noticed mm -hmm. the difference mm -hmm. of when i'm doing it when i'm not and then the past like probably like three months I've been like really focused on it and yeah. it's been so much better like you know you might fall off here and there but 
that's why I made this guide for you guys because I feel like that was my problem was like I just kept getting lazy with it and like forgetting I won't say lazy because that's mean I'm not gonna be mean to myself but I would just like (laughs) you know forget about it because i have so much other things yeah. going on and like it's hard to it's you know do all the steps to grab a ready to go meal yeah. then yeah. Just like, oh, i'm just gonna make this easy meal but now yeah. like i take my time i'm very intentional with my grocery shopping i'll like make my list i'll make fun recipes for it mm-hmm. and like oh what can i i get like to get creative i'm like what can i do with all these vegetables there'll be a fun recipe yeah. and so i've made a list of those so you guys will have access to that and it's kind of just like again my easy recipes you can make it your own however you want but mm-hmm. i had to make it work for me so <laughs> that's what we did me a working yeah. girl 40 hours a week i had to make it easy so yes easy um, as can be yeah i definitely have like healed my relationship with cooking in the kitchen mm-hmm. after starting cycle syncing yeah it's fun it makes yeah it fun it's you're like fun. i'm caring for myself yeah and then i just enjoy cooking with my partner now yeah. and that has never been a thing for me oh and so it's it's nice to just have that that's be like nice. okay well we're gonna eat this today because it's good for this yes. and it's good for us yes you know and that's the thing is like you're the men in your life are not gonna fucking notice because it's still just food it's not like oh it's a special diet for your period no it's, it's literally not a diet it's literally the same foods you're eating just at a different time yeah so just intentionally placed intentionally placed and it's so fun like i've had fun with it too just yeah, like getting creative fun. with your recipes really setting aside your cooking time to just be like a sacred fun time for you so like i like to cook with myself I don't like anyone's help in the kitchen. I'm going to say it right now. Yeah. I love that time for myself. But, you know, it could be a fun bonding activity with mm-hmm. you and your partner as well. Um, you know, sometimes Dylan will help me. Like, he offers and stuff, and I'll have him do some things. But I love cooking by myself. <laughs> I love just, like, putting my whole heart and soul into it. I love to listen to a podcast in the background. Yeah. So you guys can listen to Enlighten Me while you do it. <laughs> while you're cooking. Good recommendation. Um, gotta plug us. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's it can be a really fun thing to try. So try it and let us know. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not one of those things you have to go all in and do all the things like. No. It's really just, you know, try a couple of things, see how they make you feel. Again, start small. Take start baby with, steps. Start with the tea. Like we said before, mm-hmm. start with tea. It's the easiest step you can take is changing what herbs you're eating or drinking at that time. Mm-hmm. I, that's how I started, actually, mm-hmm. was starting with the teas. Really? Yeah. Because I got into herbs first yeah. and then I was like, oh, well, what's going to help? Yeah. And mm-hmm. then I was like, oh, cycle syncing will help. Yep. And yep. now they're just combined. Yes, and I love like that. It's like a ritual now. Yeah, and I still add like tons of other, you know, vegetables, fruits, herbs to my foods as mm-hmm. well, even if they're not in the cycle syncing guide because, yeah, I still want to maintain my overall health, I think. They're healthy for you. Yeah, it's good for as you. As long as you're eating healthy, yeah. it's fine. And, okay, another thing I want to say is if you're eating healthy more than 50% of the time, you're eating healthy. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be too yeah. hard on yourself if you're having your cheat days and stuff because – your body responds to what you put into it. So your cells respond to what is being absorbed into your body. And if you're eating 50% or more healthy, like your health, your cells are going to respond to that. If you're eating 50% or more unhealthy, then your cells are going to respond to that. Like yeah. the same thing of like you are where you eat type of thing. Yeah. Like yeah, you really sure. are. Like mm-hmm. whatever you eat is what is m- makes up your entire body because your cells resp- are like fed by that. Mm-hmm. So if you're eating more than 50%, good job. Yeah. And I will say after starting cycle syncing, I did notice a difference in how my body looks and how Mm -hmm. my body feels like when it comes to bloating Mm -hmm. or um, I don't know. I just feel more empowered and I like what I see in the mirror, you know? Yeah. And I will say that I have shed a few Me too. Like not intentionally though. No, not intentionally. I literally have, okay, 
I haven't even worked out in like a month and I lost five pounds. I don't work out at all. And just by eating really clean, like with the cycle syncing and eating according to my cycle and drinking herbs that mm-hmm. are supporting my nervous system yes. and my digestive tract. Yes, it's your digestion it, too, yeah. It literally has made me lose weight. Yeah. So. And I will say like, I think the intention of knowing, okay, I'm putting something good into my body, mm-hmm. your thoughts create your reality. So yeah. when you think this food I'm eating is so bad for me, it's going to be bad for you. It's going to make you feel like shit. But if you're like, oh my gosh, I'm putting this intention into making something healthy for myself. It feels good. I feel good. Your cells respond to that. Mm -hmm. Your thoughts affect your cells just as much as your food does. So if you're telling yourself this is good for me, yeah, it is. is. (laughs) So good for you. It is. (laughs) All right. Journal prompts. Getting into it. Journal prompt one. What baby step can you take to start incorporating some form of the cycle syncing method. Question number two. What part of the cycle syncing method sounds the easiest and most appealing to you? Um, And then the last question, number three. What is the most surprising thing you learned about today? Okay, bonus question. (laughs) Bonus question number four. How can you be more intentional with how you honor your cycle? That's a good one. Instead of like you know hiding it or being ashamed of it or being inconvenienced by it how can you honor that more think about those let us know if you try anything we would love to hear about it yeah and always reach out to us on our instagram at enlightenme.pod and again you can reach out to us through the link in our bio we have a contact us form and you can dm us all of that we love to hear your thoughts and we want to thank you already for all the great feedback we've been getting yes So without further ado, we'll see you guys on the next episode. With With love love and light. light. Bye. Bye.